0: Welcome to the Essential Self-Care Podcast, where we talk about all things self-care. For those of us who are, let's face it, too busy for self-care, it's time to bring that same compassion that you offered everyone else in your life to yourself as well. In this podcast, you'll hear real life stories of how self-care transformed people's lives as they were going through life's storms. You'll learn practical, actionable tools to begin the self-care journey yourself as well. Because like I always say, small changes make a large impact. I'm your host, Dr. Sheethal Ajmani. I'm a physician, best-selling author, and the founder of Radiant Living Institute, where I guide people to get unstuck and learn to live radiantly again. Through my signature program, Reclaim Your Radiance, you'll reclaim your worth, renew your energy, and restore your happiness in your life, career, and relationships. To get started, download your free guidebook, Six Simple Yet Powerful Steps to Create Your Radiant Life at RadiantLivingInstitute.com. Quick disclaimer before we get started, the information in this podcast is for educational purposes only and is not medical advice. Always seek the advice of your own medical practitioner and or mental health provider about your specific situation. Now, let's get started. Today, I have the pleasure of welcoming back to the Essential Self-Care Podcast, Dr. Siddell Ross. Dr. Ross, also known as the singing doctor, is on a mission to design effective ways of making music an integral part of the healthcare experience. As a physician providing palliative and hospice care, Dr. Ross can often be found singing to her patients. She is also the host of the podcast Prescriptions in Song. Today, Dr. Ross is going to share a bit about her own self-care journey. Welcome to the Essential Self-Care Podcast, Dr. Ross.
1: Thank you for having me, Dr. Rajmani. It's good to be with you.
0: It's wonderful to have you back. So for our listeners, Dr. Ross was on the podcast a few weeks ago, and she was sharing more about her expertise in the ways that music can be used on our healing and self-care journeys. So that was a wonderful episode. Definitely, you know, after listening to this episode, go back and tune into that. But for today, Dr. Ross is joining us again to share more about her own self-care journey. So Dr. Ross, can you tell us about an instance in your life when self-care became no longer an option, but an absolute priority for you? And what did your self-care journey at that time look like?
1: Sure. So it was a time, a very dark time in my life. And I had essentially resigned from two two physicians within three years. So as a physician, resigning from two positions within three years is a bit unheard of. But I felt that I had come to a point of despair. I was, in retrospect, I realized that I was burnt out and I could no longer do it. I I was not working at my best. I could not offer my patients what they deserved. And so I just knew that I had to quit. I had to quit and I had to spend some time with myself, by myself, to figure out then how to proceed. And it took some time for me to try to figure out how to proceed. But it became evident that I needed to start taking better care of myself. I could no longer exist, just simply exist. I wasn't I didn't feel like I was living. And I remember kind of just being brought to my knees one day because I felt like I had failed essentially, like I devoted all this time and money and effort into becoming a physician and things were just not working out as I had envisioned. So I remember just falling on my knees and kind of asking God to to help me, show me the way. So I am a a believer. So that actually was one of the kind of fundamental ways in which I started to care for myself, just kind of deepening that connection, strengthening that connection to the God of my understanding and just spending more time trying to figure out what mattered to me. What are the things that would have always been the things that have brought me joy in my life, the things that have always been meaningful? And when I kind of did a, an inventory of my life, I realized that music had always been something that brought me great joy. And so I started on a, a quest to bring music back into my life somehow. I wasn't quite sure how I was going to do it. I knew that I had been blessed with a lovely singing voice. So I thought maybe I could do something with that. <laughs> i decided okay here's a first easy first step i can start taking voice lessons like officially kind of learning or training my voice that would be a nice challenge it would be something that i enjoy would be something that i find a little bit challenging that it could push me that i could grow and so that's i started with that and then i had the idea of actually perhaps doing that in my practice at some point it took a while for me to actually be able to do that and to believe that I could do it. But that had that was another goal that I had set for myself, you know, down the line. So if I was gonna do this, then at some point down the line, it would be nice to have some musical accompaniment. What would be what would be my instrument of choice? Huh, the guitar. As a child, I had played the guitar, I took guitar lessons for maybe a year or so. And I thought, well, why not try to pick that up again and see how it goes? And So I was kind of attaching goals to these activities, which I think is important, too, because I I, what I did not want was to just kind of go along willy nilly in these activities, but not challenge myself to achieve attainable goals.
0: Yeah, absolutely. There's so much that you've shared already (laughs) that I would love to reflect on. Uh, Thank you so much for sharing your journey Uh Yeah. And oh. it kind
1: of started there, right? Because as I started working on these initiatives, so to speak, or just these kind of little projects, I started to feel really, I started to feel much better about myself. I started to feel that I could, oh, I could accomplish something new or I could, I could kind of push the, the kind of confines of my comfort zone even further and really start growing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So, There's so much I want to reflect on here. So first of all, I think just having the self-awareness, even though at that time you weren't sure what it was called, burnout, but you knew what you were feeling and you recognize that and you have that self-awareness that, hey, first step, I need to take a break. I need to step away and I need to take a break and I need to take some time to care for myself and to have some of that, to undergo some of that introspection, uh, which is one part that I certainly, certainly heard. And It is often those times that kind of make us fall to our knees that really send us on that introspective journey. I know that's certainly been the case for me many times in my life as well. And it's a big part of why I do the work I do now through Radiant Living Institute and the Essential Self-Care Podcast. And then the next thing I heard was that you started to look at what are the things that have given me joy that I found meaningful in the past that really resonate with my spirit and and that led you to music. And so I think that's just such a, a, a lovely point also for our listeners and and one that we've mentioned on other episodes too. And I think that's also just shows how powerful it is to in those moments to think about kind of what has given you joy in the past what is something that you enjoy doing and and finding a, a way even if it's a small way to reconnect with that and then you also mentioned this idea of kind of taking an inventory taking an inventory and and that's actually a big part of my my process also, my my signature six step program, reclaim your radiance, the first step is taking inventory just taking those moments in your life to just kind of pause. And and what I do is I lead people through kind of a sequence of particular questions just to kind of think about where are we in our life right now? Where are we going? What's important to us? How do we want to feel? Is that how we're feeling right now? Why? Why not? right? Just kind of taking this sort of deep dive inventory and, and just doing that at particular moments in our life, just to make sure that we're living in alignment, that we are living in alignment with our priorities, with our values, with our purpose, our, our deeper purpose. You know, when I hear your story, Dr. Ross, you know, I just hear that music is and has always been part of your purpose, your life purpose here. And in whatever way, shape or form that takes, that is just part of your purpose. And and so just taking those moments to take that inventory. And then the other thing I heard from you is that you thought about what is that first step, that first sort of easiest small step I can take. And for you, that led you to taking voice lessons and training your voice. And then I also enjoyed hearing that idea of setting these goals for yourself. So with your voice lessons with picking up the guitar with having that even though it was a bit more of a distant goal although it's come to fruition now because this is exactly what you're doing of bringing music into your healthcare experience for your patients as well. And so so you're there you did it you you know you you've embarked on this journey and come such a long way and you know, I, w- one of the things that I thought of when you shared that also is just that as humans, we're always part of our journey is to to grow and make progress, and in whatever ways that may look like for us, and that's something that helps us stay motivated. Motivated helps us find a sense of fulfillment in life. Is And that's why I also often in my programs encourage people to set kind of small goals along the way, so that you're continuing to acknowledge yourself and celebrate the progress, all those steps that it takes to get there.
1: Absolutely. So thank you for um, kind of acknowledging that I have achieved some of those goals, (laughs) and that really has done a lot for. It has helped to reaffirm my own sense of personhood because I, I questioned that for quite some time. When I was in that dark place, I was going through an existential crisis. Who am am I? What am I doing here? What am I meant to do? Because this this can't be it. (laughs) And, um, you know, thankfully, I was able to crawl out of that and make some strides, make some strides. I also, along the way, recognized the value of connecting with people who are empowering and uplifting. And then and recognizing the need to continue to surround myself with those people in in the in the company of those people, um, because that that's really important too. I've had to kind of modify relationships if they were no longer serving a greater good or a greater purpose.
0: Absolutely. I mean, what is it that they say that we are? I'm having trouble thinking of the exact word, but we are kind of. Not a combination of, but kind of those those five people that you spend the most time in your life with, like you're just he- very heavily influenced by them. So it's really important that you're surrounding yourself with people, especially your closest, <laughs> who are people who inspire you and that you all kind of give life and energy to each other as opposed to kind of draining that.
1: Absolutely. Because energy vampires are real and they're out there and... Uh... It, it becomes toxic. Right? It, it doesn't serve a good purpose, kind of being in the company of people like that. And, and- I think
0: it's also those mom- these moments like that you mentioned, when you are going through these sort of crisis moments, where it also becomes even more clear how important that is, who you're surrounding yourself with, because you also just in those moments may not have the bandwidth to deal with toxicity or extra drama or any of that, right? And so, so it true. becomes even more clear. And it also becomes even more clear as you notice kind of who are the people who are offering that support and encouragement to you and noticing that,
1: being aware of that. Absolutely. I have, I have found that that is true. And so all of this is not easy. All of this is hard work, but I, I had to make a there was a, a significant mind shift that had to take place. And I, I had to believe that I was meant to live a full, rich, meaningful life and that I deserved to live that life. I, I wasn't raised that way. I wasn't raised to believe that. I was kind of raised to believe that when you endure trials and persecutions and, <laughs> and tribulations, then, you know, that just makes you stronger. And the more you can withstand, the stronger you become. And it was really just, now that I think back, so perverse and just not helpful to overall growth and, and success in life. And I mean, everybody's definition of success is different, right? But for me, certainly that, that mindset was not contributing to success and, and, and well, overall well-being, because well-being is certainly closely connected to success, in my opinion. I have to have to be well. All aspects of who I am have to be well in order for me to live a full, rich, and successful life. And that's, there's no, I can't compromise on any of it.
0: Absolutely. I love that. And it starts with your your belief in that. And I think that we really don't so often, we kind of just go through life with what we... Kind of are told or or taught, or what we feel that maybe society has conditioned us to believe is a version of success. And we don't really question those beliefs. We don't really question that until often we are in those moments, um, as you described, of despair. And then it makes us take a good hard look at like, wait a second, you know, kind of that taking inventory piece again of what am I working towards? Is this really what a full, meaningful life looks like for me, right? And really taking a look at that, because as you mentioned, success does mean something different to each of us and it does look different for each of us. And it's up to
1: us to decide what that means and what that looks like. Absolutely. And so, you know, not every day is filled with great optimism and positivity because, you know, we're all human, right? But I think we, from time to time, just really need to remind ourselves that we all have gifts and talents and we all have a purpose here on earth. And, you know, once we are able to tap into it and commit to living it, that we can really kind of start living the lives that we were created to live. And and the world really needs us to be exactly who we are. I, I have a saying that the world is depending on you to live your truth. And, uh, I think that each of us can owes it to ourselves to kind of determine what that truth is and how we can, and how we're going to offer that to the world.
0: I love that. And I think that's the perfect and most beautiful sentiment for us to wrap up this episode with, to leave our listeners with, just to reflect on the So thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for sharing your journey, your insights with us. If anyone wants to learn a little bit more about you, the work that you're doing, where can they find you?
1: So, everything's available on my website, SidellRossMD.com. Sidell is S as in Stephen, Y, D is in David, E L L E, Ross, r-o-s as in Stephen, MD.com. And I'm on various uh, social media platforms. Again, same handle, Sidel Ross md So, please feel free, reach out. Happy to hear from uh, <laughs> from your listeners.
0: Thank you. And I will leave those links in the show notes. Thank you again for being with us today, Dr. Ross.
1: Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure.
0: Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, leave a positive review, and share this episode with someone you know. And remember, your free guide, Six Simple Yet Powerful Steps to Create Your Radiant Life, is waiting for you at RadiantLivingInstitute.com. Download it today.